This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Finding Your Bliss with host Judy Liebrach. Heard every Saturday at 1 p.m. on Zoomer Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Finding Your Bliss, the show that helps you find and follow your bliss. I'm Judy Liebrach, and today you're in for double the fun with my awesome guests, Marnie and Rena Schwartz, the awesome dance dynamos who also happen to be identical twins and also have written a fabulous new book called Empower Your Vibe, Igniting Your Passion, Purpose, and Brand to unleash your unstoppable best self. I always love meeting people who can help inspire all of you and help you ignite your passion and purpose, especially now that we're at the start of 2024. And that's exactly what this fabulous book and what really they are all about. The best part is the way this interview came about. And I love this as a life coach and as the host of this show, what Marnie and Rena did. So they introduced themselves to me. We met at a book launch, someone else's launch, and they came up and they said they'd love to do our program. And I just love their enthusiasm from the get-go and their make it happen vibe. And off we went. So they dropped off a book with this card and I just showed them the card and it said, Judy, we are so inspired by you. We hope our words empower your vibe. And so here we are. So thanks for doing that. And that's how you make things happen. And you guys did make it happen, which is so great. Before we meet them, let me tell you a little bit more about this dynamic duo. Marnie and Rena Schwartz are high energy, identical twin sisters who've taken their passion and purpose to the next level, creating an undeniable vibe. Since 2002, they have co-owned Vibe Dance and Fitness Studio, an inclusive and non-competitive dance school. And together, these inspiring leaders are recognizable professional dancers performing with the Toronto Raptors Dance Pack and sharing the stage with the likes of the Backstreet Boys and Neil Young. So cool. Their entrepreneurial spirit led to the invention of a product, the Cartwheeler Cartwheel Mat as well as a series of kids' confidence-building interactive books, and they're terrific. Most recently, the twins published their transformational self-help book titled Empower Your Vibe, Igniting Your Passion, Purpose, and Brand to Unleash Your Unstoppable Self. What a fabulous title. As motivational speakers, their core message is a powerful blend of inspiration and empowerment, and the twins hope to empower your vibe with their concrete strategies on how to move forward in life and business in an optimistic and fulfilling way. Marnie and Rena Schwartz, very long bio. Welcome to Finding Your Bliss. Great to have you here. We are so honored to be here. Thank you so much for having us. We're a bit emotional by the introduction. I'm not going to you're holding in the tears. Even from the like the first part of how we actually came to be and got yes. connected. Yes. Um, we've known you for so long. We've always admired how positive and you have this ray of sunshine that just comes out while you, anywhere you go, you feel the Judy effect. And <laughs> it's you. the truth. And it's so fitting that this is your podcast, Finding Your Bliss, because we look at it as empowering your vibe is very much on the same plane. Absolutely. I have to say ditto because that's how I've always felt about you. I've always known you. And I've known about you also through the Raptors and your dance studio. 
you're very well known in the Toronto community. I like to think of you as sort of local celebrities, really, in this yeah. in this city. Too nice. And I'm just wondering what made you gather all of this wonderful material from your personal life, your business, your entrepreneurial spirit, and your, of course, your genuine love of dance to create this wonderful book, which really is chock full of so much. I encourage you all to get this book, Empower Your Vibe, because it's just got everything that you need to take major steps forward in your passion and your purpose. So what was the brainchild for Empower Your Vibe that made you go, okay, we're doing all of this. Let's put it all into a book. It was really our mom. Our mom is our biggest inspiration in life, as you read about her in our book. And really, COVID really changed the world. And for us, all we wanted to do was keep our vibe alive. So we did have our online Zoom classes with our students. And then we had staff meetings every week for 12 weeks. And every week was a different topic. We would do research and we would apply the research to our actual philosophy of vibe. And after all these 12 weeks, we would obviously share the information with our mom. And she would be on the Zoom calls too. She said, girls, this is a book. This is a way to share your vibe and your story with others. And the truth is, it's sort of like building a house. When you see a house, you don't really see the basement, yes. but the basement is the foundation of the house. So our meeting notes were actually the core structure of the book, but it's actually not even in the book anymore. It's transferred into so much more and it's blossomed into sharing our philosophy and sharing our messages that are so key in today's world and finding ways to make the reader connect to our words. That was our goal. Like we want to share our story, but we also want the readers Mm -hmm. to actually connect and think of their own lives, even Mm -hmm. though we're sharing our lives. We have this philosophy of Vibe that when you walk through the doors of Vibe, our dance studio, we walk in one way, you walk out better. That's the goal. Even parents walk in one way. You've had a long day, whatever the case may be. Watch your kids sweat and smile and feel good about themselves. You walk out better because truth is when your kids are happy, you're happy, right? Yeah. So great. So that's the same goal for the reader. Our goal is for them to finish reading our book and say, wow, I feel better about myself. Someone actually approached us to say that every page she turned, she shook her head saying, how did these twins manage to write a book about themselves that actually is about you as the reader? Yes, I found that as well. And what I love that you do is that at the end of every chapter, you have a bunch of questions that are so user-friendly and so actionable, like so easy to follow, to make that chapter your own, to really figure out how does this apply to me? What is my brand? What is my business model? What can I do to improve? Am I following my passion and purpose? But each chapter in a very detailed, in a very focused way does this really, really well. And we'll get more into that as we go along, but I love that as well. Thank you so much. We actually transitioned that into a tabletop game where we took all the questions and we added them and we cut them up and we made tabletop games. We're actually, we're field testing it now, but it's basically, we're going to launch it soon. And we've done it at like family events, but we've also done it at a few like corporate parties, like holiday parties. And it takes a game into like a much more meaningful level where everyone can connect with each other. Cause at the end of the day, everyone goes through ups and downs Mm -hmm. just at different times. And it's knowing that you're not alone, mm-hmm. knowing that like, wow, that person, Marty and Marie went through a really hard time, but they stayed positive. I can too. Yeah. Like we really share our coping strategies with the book that our goal is to provide people with that source of support and knowing like if this works for us, try it, it might work for you. And that you're not alone in your feelings. That's right. right. That's right. Well, through. the world, we're all going through a very, very hard time now and, and we need as much positive vibes and good energy. And so I welcome this book so much on the show at the beginning of 2024. I think our listeners are really going to enjoy this. I'm wondering if you could take us back to the very beginning. You were little kids. You went to your first dance class. What was it about dance? It could have been drama. It could have been art. It could have been a million things. 
What was it about dance that just made you go, wow, this lights a spark in us? This is the first time anyone has ever asked that question. question. I think we really like to move. I think we're very active people. I think when you start moving, you feel really good about yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do at Vibe. We focus on kids really feeling good about themselves and doing their best in whatever movement we give them. But I also think there's something to be said that we do at Vibe that we have always kind of looked for is looking in the mirror and saying, that's me and I'm amazing. Mm -hmm. So I think that's probably part of our core inside. Like what we love to do Mm -hmm. is dance and feel good about ourselves. But also dance is an escape. Yes. Right. The music comes on and you start moving and you forget about everything. We've actually offered adult classes again this year. And it's funny. I said to the, a lot of the adults at the end, did you think about the laundry or the groceries <laughs> or your job or what's due tomorrow at work? No, because in that moment when you're moving and the music is going and you're watching, you feel good. You just like trans, you go to a different place and the place is a, where no judgment and you could just feel your best and it brings joy and happiness and it makes you feel good in your body, which is like probably the most important thing today, right? So, so true. It's so true. I think that that's part of it. Like we are firm believers that your body's your instrument as a dancer, but also as a human. And when you're dancing, you really feel powerful and strong. And it's like any instrument. When you're in tune, you play well, right? So it's just like <laughs> it's true. Was your mother a dancer? Like I'm wondering if it comes honestly or your grandmother, your bubby, who you talk about in the book, or was this just something that you guys discovered? Because, you know, you also like what you're good at. So you must have been good at it and had rhythm, which not everybody has. We come from a family that like when we're at a party, they're on the dance floor, but they're not really trained dancers. Yeah. So I think our dad and and his side of the family definitely had joyful dancing Mm -hmm. in them. But I think our mom was Definitely right up there with them. But like, we're definitely anytime, a dancing family. Anytime we remember a, like a, a Simclair or like an event, we definitely remember seeing our parents on that dance floor and dancing with other people too. And that's the beautiful yes. part about dance is you don't always have to be the one doing it. You can get joy and happiness from watching others do it. That's why today yes. all these dance shows are so popular. And TikTok, right? Is people can watch other people dance yes. and feel connected and feel something. And be surprised by what they see with yeah. like less judgment. We've actually never had a conversation like this with anyone because <laughs> I think people just don't really think about the power of dance, but it really is so inclusive mm-hmm. and it's so accepting. And everyone is not about being perfect. It's just about doing your best. So I have a question. Can anybody dance? Because I've always wanted to dance, but I'm not really a dancer like Absolutely. at all. Can- of course, we believe everyone has a great dancer inside of them. Absolutely. And dance is so much fun that like, as long as you have the right attitude, you can just, everyone can be a dancer. That's so cool. There's no boundaries, that's for sure. That's so cool. I love that. So everyone on the radio, what you can't see that I'm seeing, you'll be able to see this when we have the video version of the show later on, but I'm seeing mirror images on the screen. So for those of you who are just tuning in, Marnie and Rena are identical twins. They've written this wonderful book, Empower Your Vibe. And even though as infants and toddlers, you were given matching clothes, but in slightly different colors... When you were older, you made the conscious decision to dress exactly alike. So that means, everyone, workout outfits. I find this really cool, actually. I think I've always wanted to be a twin, so I'm kind of in awe of it. Workout outfits, dance clothes, party wear, weekend wear. I would even think wedding wear. I was going to ask you about your bridal gowns and if they were similar. You dress exactly alike. Can you tell us more about that decision and how you came to it? A lot of people are very curious about this when it comes to us. I think they're either too afraid to ask or they just assume. And for us, it really worked. It's our brand. Yes. And for us, we've realized that life is a world of judgment. And 
everybody judges each other, which isn't a good thing. But being identical twins, we get judged even more. And we are, we know, we are adult twins. We know. We meet people all the time. And they're like, usually they're cute and they look the same, but you're like older and you look the same. <laughs> For us, I think our whole message is like, look at us, see that we dress the same and we're equally the same and smile and accept us for who we are so, without the judgment. So ironically, by dressing the same, we're eliminating the judgment, yes. right? Because it's not like I like her shirt better than her shirt or her right. hair better than her hair. But we're el- eliminating the judgment and people just accept us. The answer is a bit deeper than I think most people think. They think it's just cute, right? <laughs> I always joke with people like I can tell you what we're wearing tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that brings me to my next question. Rena's the stylist. Now, first yes. of all, I have to ask you, who is Rena? Oh, <laughs> see, and I thought you were, see, I was even fooled and I studied all the things on how to tell you both apart. But Rena, you're the one who chooses the outfit. So how does it all work? Do you call each other the night before and say, okay, we're wearing the black t-shirt, the white jeans and the, like, how do you do it? You know what? I, I do. I write a, t- a message over a mess, you know, WhatsApp. I'm like, this is what the shirt, these socks, even down to the socks, we're the same wow. socks. It's just easy. And Marty likes that coachable side. And I am the opposite in terms of what we eat. She tells me what to eat. It makes me sound it's like, it's amazing. We, we, we both have control, but in different parts of our lives, it's yeah, perfect. You compliment each other. And yeah. people, when we tell them and share their first reaction, isn't like judging us. It's actually like, I wish I had that, but that must be so much fun. <laughs> yes. You know, getting dressed and eating are two of very hard decisions every day. People have to make, right? so, and even exercise, like we are each other's accountability partner, wow. right? So if one of us wants to do some exercise and the other one doesn't, it's like, well, I'm doing it. We're doing it. So even in that example of our lives, you can see that all we do is divide and conquer. And at the same time, we trust each other implicitly. We really are collaborative learners and we really love working as a team we actually try to role model that constantly to our students and our staff and also our own children yes and we're all about collaboration that it's not just because it's my idea it's the best idea you might have better ideas to make it better yeah and we might fantastic. not even use my idea in the end yeah. so we're really collaborative and i think it stems from our upbringing and i think that's where like your question you asked about dance and i think we found that we love to dance and we was something we both love to do and then when we did it together we realized wow we're in sync Wow. And it's fun. Yeah, it's super fun. I think that's our like real core of our studios. Everything we do at Vibe is fun. Yeah. So and great. We also, I guess when we dance together, we try to stand out. We want everyone to stand out in whatever their brand is or their best, you know, yes. to be their best selves and stand out for good reasons. Do you like to shop in person? To, I'm going back to the shopping. I'm sorry. I'm obsessed with the shopping because shopping is a difficult thing for a lot of people. It's yeah. stressful. It's, you know, there's all kinds of things around it. But for you, I just think it must be sort of fun and easy. You've made it fun. Do you do it online? Do you do it in person? Do you do it together? Do you do it apart? How does it work? Or is it all the above? Okay. It's all of the above. But to be um, honest, only one of us tries on. The other one looks to see what we look like. Even with your wedding gown, even with yes, your wedding um, gown in the book. I, I love that part in the book. And, and just tell that story about how one of you tried on the wedding gown so that the other person, the bride at the time, could see what's the wedding gown going to look like on me. I love that story. So Barney got married before me and she tried and she found the dress she wanted and she wasn't going to buy it until she saw what it looked like. The whole 360. Listen, you can take lots of pictures of every angle of you in the dress, but you can't really see yourself. So it was pretty special that we could actually see ourselves in the outfit. And it was a very beautiful moment. I, I don't think we realize how significant it was and clearly it impacts other people but even for marnie and i sometimes we walk into a store both of us and i'll ask somebody for a pair of shoes the size we're like a size eight shoe can you get us but if you don't have two we don't want them and the guy looked at me like (laughs) why 
<laughs> and we, said, we looked at each other. We're like, we have four feet. Like, <laughs> said at the so, same time. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it the truth. And, but when we go shopping, I typically try on or Marnie tries on and I, it's just whatever it is, is we take, we get there and they're always like two changers. They're like, oh no, no, we only need one. <laughs> That's great. So, That's great. We try to make fun. I really, really love that. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you, I'm starting to realize how you've embraced your twinness. It's, it really works. Like I just see it, your best friends, your sisters, you're so deeply connected. So I see how you've embraced your twinness, but how have you retained your individuality or is individuality a different thing when you're a twin? It's a good, deep question. I think that we are the, each other's best friends and support system. And I think we are really individuals. We're very different. We have a lot of different skills. But I also think we just accept each other for who we are and we don't place judgment and we let, you know, if we're going through a little bit of a hard time, we say, okay, there's your pity party and it's over and we help (laughs) each other through things. And I just think it's like unconditional love, right? Oh, so so lovely. When's your birthday? When's your birthday? April 29th. Nice birthday. When's your birthday? March 9th. Wow. <laughs> They're all good. They're all good. But that's a very lovely birthday. I know. I, yeah. yeah. Very. Actually, you know, April 29th is actually International Dance Day across the world. That's right. And it's also National Cartwheel Day, which yeah. is so crazy because both of those days are pretty connected to who we are. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. talk but about the are- cartwheel. I, I was going to leave that to later, but I love that you, you guys have just done so much. Like it's not just the dance studio. And we're going to go back and really talk about the whole evolution of that. And just everything that you do together, the Raptors, the the children's books, this book, Empower Your Vibe, which is so incredible. But in addition, you've created a product. And again, you're so outward focused that not only have you created this product, but you actually teach the reader on how they can create and market their own product, build their own brand. Like it's never like this is all about us. It's mm-hmm. here's how we did it giving you permission to do the same in whatever, you know, whatever area is your talent or your vibe. So tell us about the really cool cartwheel map that you created, the cartwheel product that you did. At least say it in your own words. Cartwheeling is a phenomenon around the world, right? It's a skill that people either remember that they did everywhere, even into a wall and broke their arm one day as a kid, or they they could could never do a cartwheel. Professional athletes do cartwheels to celebrate like a win or a goal or a touchdown. So it really is like, a universal symbol of like happiness, kind of. Yes, but on the flip side, side, when you can't, can't do, do a cartwheel yeah. and you're unable to, yes. it actually has lingering effects where it makes you remember, I never could do a cartwheel yes. or I'm that kid that could shivers, do a shivers. So <laughs> thing that in 2019, we basically, it was built out of a need to help our dancers at Vibe. Wow. So basically in acro and gymnastics classes, it's a skill that's often taught so that kids put all their body weight on their hands and kick over. And it's very obvious when you can cartwheel, but it's also very obvious when you can't cartwheel. And we could see the impact it had on kids in a mental health perspective. Yes. And also for the parents, parents would open with the blinds would open. Parents could see that their kids could or couldn't. And the ones that could were like proud of their kids, but also wondering why they were in a class with kids who couldn't. And on the flip side, they could see their kids, the other parents could see their kids weren't feeling good about themselves. Right, right. And we're all about feeling good. Yeah. Yes. And like confident. So, and, and, we also, and we also believe it's like popcorn. You put all the kernels in the same pot with the same heat and the same oil and they all pop at their own time. So you don't, we don't expect anyone to all cartwheel at the exact same day, right. but it is a process. But anyways, it came out of a need and we basically became cartwheel scientists. Yeah. 
We all we did was think about carbon. We started to realize we have the target market in front of us. Let's analyze it. So we started to measure where is the hand and foot placement for an accurate cartwheel. So we'd have tape measures on the floor and we would take video and we would do slow-mo. And then we'd see if their hands were a certain level apart and they kicked up and over and landed, they would actually have a perfect cartwheel. And it makes perfect sense when you're learning something. It has to be at the right angle. It's like baking a cake. You have to have the right ingredients at the right temperature with the right amounts. So if your arms are too wide, you're going to have an ineffective cartwheel. If you're going to be too close, you're going to not be able to. But once it's optimal, you'll be able to learn to cartwheel. And then once you learn to cartwheel, the sky's the limit. One-handed cartwheels. It doesn't really matter what angle you put your arms at. So we had this like exactly shark tank moment. It's like, there has to be a better way. (laughs) The way that we designed it was that kids can do it on their own. So they don't need an actual person to teach her because the problem is is that people don't realize it actually can be dangerous when you cartwheel spot someone mm-hmm. they could kick you in the face mm-hmm. they could sometimes like it can go wrong it could go right but it can go wrong yes. that we were equipping kids with the ability to fall and get back up and say i'm going to try it again and be motivated but and, and all our staff needed to do especially because it came outside of covid was they didn't have to get so close to kids so they could just give them verbal feedback nice. on, focus on the stars hands a little further apart, stretch your knees and give a little bit more verbal that you could actually connect with so many different kids all at the same time, improving so many more people. So it's a very independent toy, but it's Mm -hmm. kind of like anything. If you don't use it, you won't improve. I always say to people, if you buy a Peloton and you don't sit and pedal, you will not get the benefit of the Peloton. So So if you buy the cartwheeler and you roll it out and it's just like decoration, your kid is not going to get better at their cartwheel. They actively (laughs) try to make, and it's also that reminder in life that when you make one small change, Yes. You can have a massive impact. I love that. Okay. So I have an interesting question. So I have twin kids that I know. They're not identical. I would love to get them this product. Where can I get it? And should I get two or one? It's a perfect thing to share. Although, you know, Marnie and I, we're all about sharing is caring, but sometimes it's nice to have your own, but it's, it actually is great to share because you can help the other person and say, oh, your hands were so close to touching the target. And it's good to take turns and learn from each other. But truth is it's most of it, the easiest availability is on Amazon because you can order it today and cartwheel tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. and if you that. need any assistance, just email us. All the information is actually on That's the product. That's so obviously. cool. We've done many Zoom classes with people across the world and a few influencers and a few celebrities actually have cartwheelers too, which is pretty cool. And the cool part about it is that people call us and say like, I can't cartwheel. So like, I can't help my kid. Right. So this is such a great tool because it's user-friendly, it's light, it's portable, it's easy to roll up, it's easy to take to grandma's house. Yes. So it's easy to take to the beach, to the so, park, to the park, anywhere. And it helps facilitate kind of like bond. Like our whole thing is like, you can help your kid learn to cartwheel and it's something you really just did with them. I love right? it. Right. I love yeah. it. I love that you guys are so entrepreneurial. You're so on fire. Like you're always thinking of the next idea. And it's really, really cool. Okay. So there's so much to discuss. I want to go back to the book for a minute. You dedicated the book to your late father, Saul Schwartz. And I'm so sorry about his passing. I lost my father too. Not as young as your father was. So I can't even imagine how hard that was on you. And your mother who wrote the foreword and was your editor and coach, Susan, yes, she also got sick about a month after your dad passed away. So I can't yeah. even imagine what that was like for you. And I guess my mm-hmm. question is, I know you talk about mental health very openly and you talk about a wonderful therapist that you both went to and still continue to go to every month, Dr. T. Um, That's so cool. Can you tell us about what helped you get through that time? Because that is pretty traumatic for young girls that you were and to have one parent pass away, devastating, your beloved father, 
and who was your, you know, who was team Rena and, and Marnie yeah, Marnie, yeah. and, and then to have your mother get sick. So what do you think helped you get through that time? I think we are a very tight knit family. And when you go through hard things, you band together. Yeah. So together with our brother, we were like, okay, the priority right now is our dad. The priority right now is our mom. And we need to focus on being there for each other and being an amazing team and having no animosity and no anger and no upset, but focus on the positive vibes. And we also all about celebration. So even though I, even when some of our clients today go through hard times, I, we often reach out and show support. And we often say at some point, we hope that when you shed a tear, you can find a reason to smile. And like, it's kind of, I get emotional even thinking about it because it was a very hard time in our life. And we, we often use it as motivation to move forward in a positive way. Like we want to make our dad proud every day. And we're so grateful that our mom is in a good place. And we're so grateful for the tools and life lessons they taught us. So we're so grateful for the dad we had. It just wasn't long enough. And it reminds us to continue to make a difference in everything we do and offer support as best we can. And they often say when you feel grateful, because Rena said it like four times now, (laughs) it is you can't feel fear or anger. That's right. Because you're so focused on being grateful that you can't feel any other. So we really try to hold true to that. And I think that we're just... A tight-knit family. Yeah, we leaned on our brother a lot and we leaned on each other. And yes. I think it, it really helped propel us forward. And our mom had the most incredible attitude. She yes. went for support. She joined different groups. She explored different ways to have therapy. We really think she showed us that she's not just going to sit and pull the covers over her head. Mm-hmm. She's actually going to take hold of life and make things happen and recover. Yeah, we're so so, so thankful. It's so interesting that you use the word grateful, that gratitude can combat anything bad. And I always use the word love, which I think is pretty synonymous with gratitude. (laughs) Like they work together, kindness, love, which are really all tenets of your whole philosophy, kindness, respect, no judgment. You talk about in the book that when you're Mm -hmm. training your teachers and your dance assistants, this is something that you build into the program. And they all come back to you after when they go off and do great things in the world and say, thank you guys, because it's because of you and all of these wonderful qualities that you taught us that have helped us so much in the world. And I want to go to them in a minute, but I want to also talk about your bubby because I was very struck by your wonderful bubby, your grandmother, and her name was Helen Schwartz and she was a Holocaust survivor. And I think she loved to dance also. She did. She did. She used to always say, the girls learned it from me. And Marnie and I would say, forget about the 20 years of training. Okay, Bobby, whatever you want to say. She was also really brave because she spoke about her story. And I think that also helped us realize like, you can find strength in your sorrow, right? And we really think that the whole core message of our book is it's not what happens to you in life, it's how you respond. And our whole mission was when we wrote this book and published it, which was a dream come true because we've been doing it for three years and working on it, was we want to encourage other people to share their story because you bring strength to others. One of our former dancers at Vibe, she started with us at 15 and it's our 22nd year in business. So she's 37. She She actually three kids and and she she lives, she moved to to Boca. She used to live in Toronto. So she lives in Florida and she bought our book, which was so nice and supportive. Mm -hmm. And she she said when the Amazon package arrived, she knew it was what it was. So she said to her daughters who danced with us at Vibe Sauce once a week, every week, said, open it up, open up what, what it came. And when the book came, her daughter said, I didn't know I could write a book. 
And we we were flabbergasted thinking, what? Well, it has nothing to do with dance. We just showed her that you can do anything you mm-hmm. set your mind to. We didn't even have that part of it in our equation. But it is that reminder that you're always role modeling. Like mm-hmm. not you as parents, you as you as a person are always Absolutely. role modeling your actions, yeah. your decisions, your choices. And I appreciate that you noticed in the book that we talked about the cart roller and building a brand and a, a product and how we want other people to do the same. We did the same with our author brand in the book. Yes. We talked about the different options and our mom felt really strongly about adding that in the book and not just saying we did it, but like we did it and you can too. Right. And here's how we did it. And it made us realize that these little girls were inspired to write a book after they saw our faces. Mm-hmm. So great. So great mm-hmm. what you're doing. Such a wonderful, wonderful thing. And let's talk about that for a minute. So you do talk in the book about there's the traditional publishing and the other publishing, the self-publishing. What route did you go and why? Don't answer that just yet. We're going to go on a short commercial break. More with Marnie and Rena when we come back. Back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by Create, Canada's leading fertility center for over 25 years. Create is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. Create is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, Create is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. Create has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? Create Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about Create Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. Hi, we are back and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740. And just before the break, I was asking you, Marnie and Rena, what route you decided to go in publishing and why? Our mom actually is an author of six books in education. She's always worked with a publisher, a traditional publisher. So for us, she, we've done, we, she did so much research. We did so much research. We talked to so many people. Rebecca Eckler was a huge support for us. She gave us so much insight and guidance. And we just said, we want total control. Yes. So we want to do this Mark. on our own. And we want to share our story the way we yes. see it. And it really was so captivating for us to be, feel that like ownership of knowing like we made it happen. Wow. I guess we promoted our mom to be our editor. Right. And yes. then she had a new role. And since then, she's actually helped two people publish books. So it's yeah, so great. Like you know what I also yeah. love about this? One of my favorite parts of the book, and I read it from cover to cover. I love the cover. I love that you're both on the book. And that's a very brave choice. But what a smart thing. It's saying, here we are. This is really who we are. So we might as well show you who we are right on the cover. So yeah. fantastic. Was that a, a big debate or was that an instant that makes sense? The cover was a big project, a big part of the book, because that's what people see, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And our sister-in-law, Jenny Schwartz, who's a graphic designer and a mogul at what she does in building brands. So our she, brother and our brother, Michael Schwartz and Jenny Schwartz own Soulmark Creative, and they were instrumental in this, the design of this book. She they were like, like our, our hero. hero. They wow. were our hero. We knew what we wanted and we just couldn't make it happen. And she just made it happen. And we're so incredibly grateful because there is something about the cover that's like actually- It draws you in. Story. Yeah. It yeah. Draws. It's almost like we're looking at each other saying, we have something to share with you. Yes. Right? Yes. Thanks. I want to go back to your grandmother for a second and ask yeah. you, what was the greatest life lesson that your bubby Helen taught you? Wow. Well, I think the biggest thing she taught is live life to the fullest. Yes. She really showed us that like life doesn't stop when bad things happen. And she was so resilient 
and so independent. Mm -hmm. And she really always had a good attitude towards everything that was happening. I also think despite what she went through, which many other people did, it made her a better person. It made her a better grandmother. And I'll never forget, like the rabbi told us, like if she didn't survive the Holocaust, none of us would be here. That's right. And so that was that reminder that like, we're always... It's like during COVID when Marty and I used our opportunity to have like 50 screens and teaching yeah. kids, we would say, come close because they would always be in masks <laughs> and on the screen they, we could see their smile. And we said, let's pretend that the lights went off in your house and you lit a candle. And that candle that you lit, lit up the room, but it could also light other candles with that positive And then energy. we said to them, you are the candle. You have the power to literally make happy. And we said to kids, despite what's going on in the world and whether your parents are working or not working and everyone's home and you're isolated, we literally would say, we want you to be the happiest person in your house. Wow. And And maybe like deep down, we learned a lot of our optimism from our Bobby because despite what she went through, it didn't make her a bitter person. Mm -hmm. Yes. It made her, made her really embrace every day and live life to the fullest, like you said. And the truth is our mom is the same. She followed her lead too. She's been through so much and she still manages to push herself each day. She's like a lifelong learner to the max. You saw the whole like rock band. She's in a rock band with her left Yes. And all those guitars in the background with her new partner. I love that. That's so cool. And she's like, she listens to podcasts daily and she reads and she writes and she's she's just always trying to better herself and exercise that we really, I guess, have embraced those same values of like, nothing's going to stop us. We're going to keep moving forward. And that's really a core message in our book is moving forward. And there's something to be said about feeling proud of your parent. Yes. Right? Yes. Like you have kids, right, Judy? I do. I do. So your kids must be so proud of you because you're sharing your gift. And you're making people better along the way. Like it's, it's an indescribable feeling, yes. right? And we really encourage people, no matter their age, to really go after what they want and remind themselves that they're unstoppable. Yeah. No one. Absolutely. So I do think our grandmother, as you going back to that question, I do think she taught us a lot that, you know, unless you really think about it, you don't reflect, but mm-hmm. right reflecting now, I think it, she really did teach us a lot. And everyone else, she also spoke a lot about her Holocaust experiences. Mm-hmm. And I think that showed people that you should talk about things that aren't always, yeah, that are hard, hard conversations. Right. So, you know, Evan Carmichael says all the time, you can do hard things, right? We do hard things. And when you do hard things, you build confidence. Absolutely. Absolutely. How is the situation in the world right now, which is really affecting all of us, impacting you both today in light of what your grandmother went through? Like, what would she be saying about this? Oh, I don't even know what she would say. I think she would just be beside herself. She probably would never believe it. Mm-hmm. Like in 2024, that this is what's going on. Yeah. I think that we really try to stay positive and remind our clients when they walk through the door that they're in the vibe world <laughs> together. Now. And the vibe yes. world is very positive And we try not to let allow things to yeah. sort of dull the flame and dull the excitement. And so, even with our social media, we're very aware of being a happy place, whether they click on our faces or they walk into the studio and don't forget we have kids in both places online and in person that we really want to keep it like light and happy. And we also want vibe to be an escape for everybody. So when they walk in, they can just enjoy what we offer and not feel like everything in the outside world comes in with them. We always say to our staff, even that if you lost your wallet or you broke up with your boyfriend or girlfriend or something happened, just know that when you walk into vibe, you leave your problems at the door and you walk in the best you can. It's so true. We all need that escape. It's so funny. I was just online actually having this discussion with Rebecca Eckler, who you just mentioned, because I was talking about how lately I seem to be gravitating to having a lot of singers and artists on the show because I find that music, which of course, you know, as dancers is everything. And it's just so soul affirming and uplifting. And 
you know, when all else fails, you just have music to go to. And she was telling me that she loves music. Like the last 10 minutes of every day is just listening to, you know, her favorite playlist or listening to her favorite tunes. And, and so I think the dance would be the same thing is just, you know, you get to escape and we all need that. Like we, you know, stop scrolling and dance, sing, listen to music. And uh, yeah, it's so important. So you both graduated from York university. You studied education and kinesiology, what attracted you to that school and how did it help shape and lead the way towards you starting your own dance studio? So we always taught dance as a part-time job. And we also worked for an entertainment company, dancing at Barn Bettman's as corporate events. And so I think we really didn't want to stop working to go away for a university. We wanted to keep working and it wasn't work. You know that saying like, when you love what you do, you don't work a day in your exactly. life. Is that the cliche? That's the yeah, cliche. That's the cliche. That, that's how we felt. And that's still how we feel to this very day. Yes. That when you make an impact, you don't feel like you're working, even though it's like nice to be paid for what you love to do. Yeah. It, all of our jobs at that point between Raptors and before we did Raptors, we did the Toronto Argos that look, we really didn't want to go away for school. And we're also homebodies and we love our house and love, love our parents. So <laughs> staying home was an option. And yes. yeah, York University was, uh, was a great fit for us. It also taught us a lot in terms of our time management mm-hmm. and we worked wow. together. Yeah. So we were in education and kinesiology at the same time together. It's a lot. It was yeah. a lot. And we had like a bit of a system sometimes. Like Marnie would go to class and I would type out the notes and then we'd study <laughs> And then we'd go to the exam and she'd be like, there's two of you. <laughs> so, but we were very productive. Like we exactly our divide and conquer that we have for our business. Actually probably started in university now yeah, that I think about it. Yeah, that's true. That's so, so incredible. Well, it is, it's a fascinating trajectory where you worked as assistants and instructors at other studios. And finally, you took the plunge at a very young age and launched your own dance studio. And I want to say this part of the story that's in your book, because I think it's so important. At the very beginning, when you first started, there was a naysayer, someone who said to you, everyone's waiting to watch you fail. Wow. That was not the kindest thing to say, but I think it motivated you anyway to forge ahead and to survive and soar and push through. Can you tell us how those words actually made you go for it even in a greater way? It means so much to us that you read our book and remembered all these details. And Marty and I, I think we're positive people. So when she said that to us, we were in a bit of disbelief that someone would be that negative and actually give us the negative. And while we appreciate honesty and we are all about honesty, there's a certain level of, you know, an inside voice. But I think that we're grateful that she was so honest with us because it was a gentle reminder that not everyone is always in your corner. And people, there's a saying, watch how many people clap when you win. Mm-hmm. And it is a good reminder that you just have to be so self-directed and focused yeah. and laser focused, laser yeah. focused. You have to believe in yourself and your product and your business and your purpose, whatever, so much that you make other people believe in it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So that is what we really did because we feel so strongly. 22 years later, we still stand by our mission of what we decided for Vibe. Mm-hmm. And we are so proud of what we do in our studio in all seven rooms where kids are coming in and actually achieving our goals. I definitely think that's really the precursor to our book too. It was like sort of the flame because that's what started Vibe. It was, we want to share a story and remind people that you want to come up with the next coolest type of sweatshirt, go for it. Nobody's stopping you. You just have to believe in yourself and go after it and realize that it's not going to be easy. We always say, choose your heart. Nothing in life is easy. You've got to choose your heart and be motivated by the heart, not destroyed by the heart. And even with our staff, sometimes I'll say like, can you do work in this class? I know you can do it. I believe in you more than you believe in you. Right. So we really do have that inner belief in other people, but also in ourselves and each other. 
And when some of our former staff have become like lawyers and doctors and accountants and teachers and gone on to like create businesses and be social media influencers, like a few of like some big influencers today went to vibe, like everything delish, Jamie Milne, she went to vibe as a kid. But there's so many kids that are out there that are changing the world. And we hope that like they can look back and think like maybe 0.5% of who they are is because of their impact that they had at Vibe. 100%. And the, the belief we had in them then taught them to believe in themselves. Yeah. I love that your studio builds confidence. I love that it's non-competitive, which we're going to get to in a minute. But you've also said your dance studios for all ages, stages, shapes, sizes, and abilities. And what I love, because I know her, is the story of beautiful Julia Slater, who is now a TikTok star with 1.2 million fans, followers. She has Down syndrome. And as you write, she started as a five-year-old dancer in 2002 at Vibe. And since 2016, I'm actually quoting from the book right now, everyone. She has her own Facebook page entitled Ups and Downs, showcasing her photos and videos. She's also built an incredible community on TikTok at Dancer Jewels. Her videos often go viral. And as I mentioned, she has a platform of over 1.2 million followers. And you've written that her enthusiasm, along with her smile, makes her a role model for dancers and staff alike. Can you tell us more about Julia Slater and her incredible mom, Ruth? who wrote you a very beautiful letter that you've included in the book. Tell us about that story. Wow. Yes. Ruth is an amazing mom of many. She's got several children and she is just such a beautiful example of how to foster what you see in your child and just believe in the, and we call it like the village, right? We're part of everyone's village who comes to vibe and they're a part of our village and just believe in the people who are part of your village to help bring out the best in your child. And Julia is a beautiful example of a human being in every sense of the word, but she really is exactly what we stand for. We believed in her. And now she, the sky's the limit. Like she can actually do perfect cartwheels on both sides, by the way, because she took acro vibe too. And she's, and she's an incredible dancer yes. and she's an incredible leader. She's at the front of the room, assisting classes at vibe, using her voice. The minute she walks in, she brings sunshine with her. Wow. And it's so special to be able to feel as though she is at home at vibe. And because of it, it's reminded us that the possibility of anyone walking through the doors of vibe with any level of experience in any way is endless and can feel like they're a part of our bigger community. We always say like kids really like to feel like they belong to something way bigger than themselves. Right. And she's inspired so many people with Down syndrome and also without. Right. Yeah. To just be the best that they can be. So it's such a wonderful story. Thank you for sharing that in the book and here on the show because it's she's fabulous and I love that she was highlighted. It's it's just so wonderful. And it speaks also so much about what you guys are all about. I love also that it's non-competitive. Can you speak more to what that means? Because we always think about competitive dance. What's the non-competitive piece? So we really believe that everyone deserves to feel like they're number one. And not everybody is as skilled and not everybody has the financial means to be competitive. So at our dance studio, everyone wears the same outfit. Everyone has an equal opportunity in the front row. Everyone learns everything. Everyone stays on stage the whole time. No one, everyone is treated the same way with the same respect and the same attention and the same care. Right. And we really feel like when you're a part of Vibe, you're a part of the family. And it doesn't matter if you take one class or five classes or seven classes, you are treated the exact same way. And I think that it's actually really heartwarming that you pulled on that part of our story because we realize it stems from us growing up as identical twins. Our parents never compared us to each other. They only celebrated us. Mm -hmm. And so we were never 
put up against the wall. Marnie did better. Rena did better. And now it's your turn. Instead, it was really just celebrating each of our achievements on our own. And so I feel like that's really been our core goal at live mm-hmm. is it doesn't matter if the kid beside you could do a cartwheel, you'll do a cartwheel when you could do a cartwheel. That's right. And we're going to support you until you get there. And our non-competitive philosophy was really very unique when we started. I think a lot of people didn't think it could work, but at the same time were questionable about what it was really about. Mm-hmm. And it's really like a party every week. It's about bringing your best self and making you become the best you can be. So our t-shirt, every year we have a t-shirt, Evad, yes. and um, it's like a slogan and a cool logo and everyone gets it. So it's like they're a little holiday gift, but it's also part of their dress code. And it unites everyone because we're all in the same outfit. Right. Yeah. Right. You and don't so have something like, more pink or more purple or more right. something. You're all the same. You do recitals though. You do do recitals. Yeah. Are they yes. all with the costumes and the glitter and all the... No, they're with no. a t-shirt. Okay, no, cool. So our yes. costumes for the recital are cool outfits that can be worn well after the recital is yeah. over. Nice. And our costumes are gender neutral. We put boys in red and girls in blue. We say you are equal. We say you won't even see people's body shape really mm-hmm. because we really try to not expose kids' bodies. We really try to conceal kids' bodies. So it's really just about the dancing, wow. yeah. right? When We make it a very fun and exciting and enjoyable experience for not just the kids, but the people watching. Nice. So the people who are in the audience watching our recitals feel like they really enjoy whether their kid is in the dance or not because they're able to see like the cool outfit and the cool moves and, and the, the great color song choices. But we make kids look like kids. I think that's yes, the end of the day. so smart. Yeah, and then they don't and have to I feel uncomfortable. No one has to feel uncomfortable and start comparing and contrasting. Everyone's the same. Let's do it. Let's yeah, have fun together. Like the fidgeting with their shirt or their shorts. Yes. Like they can dance and not worry about we how really, they look yeah. or how they feel in their costume. And our goal is that every shape and size feels good in what they're given to wear. But I think it like it unites us and unites them and makes them feel like proud to be a part of our values and what we're about. You, so. you just mentioned the Toronto Raptors and you've had a long relationship with them. You both danced with them for many years, but also many of your dancers have also been featured at the Toronto Raptors as well. Can you tell us a little bit about your involvement as young girls yourselves and how you were able to get your students involved too? We'll hear all about the Toronto Raptors when we come back right after this short break. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by CREATE, Canada's leading fertility centre for over 25 years. CREATE is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. CREATE is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, CREATE is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. CREATE has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? CREATE Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about CREATE Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7. And I was just asking you about your involvement with the Raptors and how you were able to get your students involved too. For sure. So we danced at the Toronto Raptors Dance Pack from 1999 to 2001. Yeah. 
And it was a three incredible years of our life where we had like maximum exposure. And it was amazing. We really took it seriously. And we learned a lot from the Raptors organization mm. about professionalism, about accountability, yes. and about being role models. And in every sense of the word, people looked up to us and they recognized us. And it was it was something that we really uphold and we took very seriously. We also showed a lot of respect when the people who are unionized workers at the games, we would say hello to them and address them by name. And we really made it feel like we're all yes. a big family here that works together. We may grace the court, but they're really the engine that makes mm-hmm. it all work. We're really big believers in treat people the way you want to be treated. And when we think back to our Raptor days, we actually embody that philosophy. Like from I, I'll court. never forget about a decade after we danced to the Raptor, someone gave just the two of us tickets to a game. And we went to the game, we went to the bathroom and this woman was cleaning the mirrors. <laughs> and she said... The Raptors twins. And we were like, you remember? <laughs> and she looked at us and said, you always said hello to me. Ah. Oh. Was very special. So now, ever since 2011, we've been going back with our dancers and staff and dancing at halftime at Raptors. But now we're doing the D League, which is at Raptors 905, which is in Mississauga. And it's incredible because it's a discounted ticket rate and it's the exact same experience. You know, we weren't five years old when we danced on court. So it's incredible to give these kids who are five to 15 the opportunity to like dance on court in the middle of halftime. Mm -hmm. But what was really cool in 2016, the Raptors had their um, alumni dance back. So they invited 12 women over the past 20 years to go back and dance. Yes, yes. You're right about that. And that was so thrilling. It was was such an honor because obviously there's been at least 15 people per year who have been on the team. So it was a real honor. But we also were so excited to show our staff and our students and of course our children that just because we danced and we're now older, wow, we can keep going. We can push ourselves. We can achieve new things. We're lifelong learners like our mom. And it was very exciting for us. We actually have the jerseys that we wore at at those games framed on the wall. We have two (laughs) of them. One front, one backwards. It's like framed on the wall. Oh, that's so great. You also taught Zoom classes during COVID. And didn't you have an adult class too during that time? We also did an adult hip hop class every Thursday night for 25 weeks Mm -hmm. for free. And it was amazing to see how we were impacting. We met so many new people who I think secretly would have come to Vibe as a child, but they're obviously not children anymore. And they really believed in our philosophy Mm -hmm. and it was their chance to feel the vibe with us. We used to always say like, don't feel obligated to put your camera on. You do you. That's what you're good at. Yes. Right? So great. So, so great. What is your best advice for the young and the older entrepreneurs out there who want to do something great like you guys have done? We actually heard Mel Robbins this week and she talked about goals. Mel Robbins is like on fire with all of her podcasts. And she said, it's just like Nike, just do it. An idea is only an idea without action. So you have to put action and passion and it's exactly our book, passion, purpose, energy, absolutely. But it's very in line with you because you're talking about finding your bliss. Bliss is kind of equal to vibe. Find what makes you special. Find what makes you happy. And so- Exactly. It is wonderful how in alignment we are. It's so true. And you're so right about the word action because finding your bliss can be a very esoteric thing until you figure out what that is. Because first you have to find it before you can follow it. But once you find it, you have choices. We always have so many choices. Like you said, you could publish traditionally, you could self-publish. There's always choices that you can have. Choose one and do it and take some action, even if it's a baby step, right? And even you get yourself and equip yourself with the support system. And I think that you can find celebrations along the way. Like one of the things that we probably haven't shared yet to anyone is we actually pressed publish on Amazon on our mom's birthday. It was like nine o'clock at night and we're 
So we're going to do this and it's going to be today and we're going to celebrate your birthday. And this is the biggest birthday present and we'll never forget it. Like it was just made it that much more meaningful. So to find that bliss, find that purpose, find mm-hmm. it and make it even more meaningful and special, something you'll never, ever forget. But I think that really, we really want to make a difference in the world. We really want to make a difference with anyone we meet or anyone who reads our book or anyone who gets a chance to be empowered by what we're all about. And everyone has an opportunity to make a difference in someone else's life is whether or not you take it. Absolutely. Missed opportunities are all like everyone has a missed opportunity. And we're, we really try to encourage people to take the opportunity to go after making a difference. We had a few staff members this week, randomly hanging out at the front desk before their class, after their class, Marnie said, do you want to write an email to your students? And literally four or five staff members sat at the front desk and literally wrote emails saying, hi, it's me. I'm standing at the front desk tonight. I thought I'd send you a quick message to let you know your daughter, your son is doing great. Have a great week. And like the impact it has made is reminding that they matter and reminding people that they're we're empowering their vibe through our words yes. and then marty this is really our core we really empower our staff who then empower the kids and then at the end of the day we just want to empower everyone we need. to be their best unstoppable selves and that's really why we wrote the book because at the end of the day not everyone's going to come to take a dance class at vibe not everyone's going to meet us in public or meet us at costco in line but you know they'll read our book and hopefully hopefully They'll be empowered. So fantastic. What's next for you that you still love to do that you haven't accomplished yet? Do you have anything else as one of your ultimate dreams that you still want to tackle? Yeah. (laughs) Are you allowed to tell us or are you going to come back when it happens? Yeah, we really would like to do some public speaking. We really want to be able to, to really like impact audiences of teens and adults. And like teens really listen to Marnie and I because they can identify with us and we're relatable. And the truth is, is that we actually empower teens on a daily basis. At it, five. Five. And we try to remind them that they're capable and powerful and, and they have the potential. That's fantastic. That's so really, our goal is to step into the side of public speaking and really empower people through our words, but also like our energy and our excitement and help bring out the best in everyone we meet. That's yeah. so great. Well, I vote for you. Whoever is speaking series that are listening, I vote for them 100%. What do you want people to know that they don't realize about what being an identical twin is all about? What is something that people just don't get a little piece that's a cool little secret that you both know? Wow, that's a good question. You know, every set of identical twins are very different. Mm -hmm. Every set of paternal twins, every set of siblings are different. So we know that we have a unique bond. I think it's just like having a best friend and being able Mm -hmm. to rely on them for support. Our dad used to always say, you'll always be each other's best friends. Great. And I think that that's a reminder for anybody in any family. You don't have to be like born in the same womb. Yeah. And like, there's no boundaries with us. Right. 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 Sometimes people put walls up. There's just no boundaries. I think it's like unconditional love that we talked about before. I love that. Okay. Cute story. We did a circle this week and I said, tell us one amazing thing in your life, only positive and very fast so we can hear everyone's voice. And this one girl said, the most exciting thing that happened to me in the holidays, my mommy told me she's pregnant with identical twins. So then the kid screams, is she going to name them Marnie and Rena? (laughs) And I said, everyone was laughing at it and she could see her awkward. Like, I don't think so. I don't think those names are on our list. But so she would, and I said, don't worry, that's okay. And I looked at her and I said, but you didn't tell us something exciting that happened during your holiday. And I taught everyone in that moment that like, she didn't actually, we want to hear what's exciting to you. Yes. Even though it's exciting, your mom's having a baby. So we really want everyone to know they matter in this world. That's right. And so I think that's what we do to each other. We make sure each other knows that we are equally important in our business, in our lives. So fantastic. So, so great. There's a question that we ask everybody at the end of the show. And of course, we're going to ask it to you. What is bliss for Rena Schwartz? Whoa, bliss for me. I would say living life to the fullest and striving to be your personal best every day. Every day, try to be 1% better. Say to yourself before you get out of bed, today's going to be a great day. 
manifest what you want. We're big into manifesting these days. Really manifest what you want. Believe that good things can happen to you and they will. I love that. And Marnie? Bliss for me, I think honestly, is everyone living the mantra that we live is treat people the way you want to be treated. It would be so wonderful if the whole world could treat each other with respect and find that bliss of finding peace in this world and actually just finding peace with yourself and being happy for yourself and finding your best self, right? And being loving who you are. So fantastic. So great. Well, I have felt some bliss to have both of you on this show today. I really have. It's been a very blissful, beautiful hour, and I'm so excited to share it with our listeners today. And I thank you so much for being here. Thank thank you. This has been amazing for us. So great. What is the best way for people to contact you, connect with you, and of course, get a copy of your book, Empower Your Vibe? So Amazon is definitely the best for Empower Your Vibe. And people could also leave a review. That would be lovely too. And Vibe Dance and Fitness Studio. So we're online and you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Vibe Dance and Fitness. And you can always email us at vibe at vibestudio.ca. We email back within minutes. We're all about communication and treating people the way you want to be treated. So we are very quick in our communication. Yes. And really at the end of the day, we just, we're everywhere. Everywhere we need to be. And <laughs> You're there. That's so great. It's really been delightful. Thank you so much for being here today. And I want to tell you all that each week we spotlight people who are wonderful, like Marnie and Rena Schwartz, who are living their bliss and helping you to live yours. So if you're an author or an artist, yoga, meditation, or mindfulness expert, a singer, songwriter, anyone who has found and is following their bliss, we would love to hear from you. You can reach out to us at fyb at findingyourbliss.com. For those of you who don't know, I'm also a bliss coach. That means I help you get unstuck, gain clarity, and I help you find your passion and purpose. Reach out to me at findingyourbliss.com slash coaching for more. I'm also an Insight Timer, the number one free meditation app. And of course, you can always reach us at the Bliss Minute on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. I would love to thank our wonderful guests, Marnie and Rena Schwartz, for being on the show today. Also, thank you to Mag Ruffman, Siobhan Kiley, producer Olivia Weatherall, audio engineer Juliana Yenitz-Yellow, senior editor Lauren Kaminsky, video editor Sierra Brown-Rodriguez, audio producer Faz Kazi, and everyone here at Zoomer. And of course, a big thank you to our sponsor, the Create Fertility Center. For everyone here, I'm Judy Liebrack, reminding you all to take one step closer to finding your bliss. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.